Greetings, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. This is Pastor Mike. I'm here in my office with my Bible open to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This portion of Scripture is so important because it gives us a very detailed picture and understanding of what the Bible calls the body of Christ. The church and the body are the same thing. If the Holy Spirit lives in you, then you are a member of Christ's body. We may meet in many different congregations, but we are one church. Identity is so important. The world system, under the influence of the devil, tries everything to undermine the truth of our identity in Christ and attempts to either label us with a counterfeit identity or to draw us away from our identity so that we will then function outside of our design. And by doing so, we then cease to be fruitful and our life has no spiritual or eternal impact. You see, we can be plenty busy, but completely unfruitful. But that's not how we were designed to live. Every believer is a minister and has been apportioned grace and power to fulfill their calling in the places where they live, work, and worship. This passage in 1 Corinthians 12 is so valuable because it connects identity and purpose. I am a member of Christ's body, the church. Whenever God in his word declares something about our identity, he also declares something about our function and role within that. There are so many examples in scripture the Bible declares, for instance, that we are the bride of Christ and a royal priesthood. This speaks to our role as worshipers and as those who have intimate access to God. The Bible declares that we are children of God, joint heirs with Christ. This speaks to our inheritance as believers, the possessors of every spiritual blessing in Christ, as it says in Ephesians chapter 1. The Bible declares we are ambassadors of Christ. This speaks to our role as messengers as we appeal to people everywhere to be reconciled to God. We are the ecclesia, the assembly of believers. This speaks to our governmental authority on earth to bind and loose those things that God has willed to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are servants of the Most High God, slaves of righteousness, the Bible says. This speaks to our submission to Christ's lordship and reign in our lives practically, and on and on and on we could go. We discover that both identity and function are multifaceted. We are commissioned and empowered to play specific roles in the home, in the church, in the world. And yet all of these are brought together through Christ being preeminent in all things. So, if we are members of the body of Christ— how can we function effectively in our roles as part of his body? So let's read verses 12 through 18 in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where it says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, 
Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Wow, there's a lot here to chew on. But today, I want to highlight something specific. And that is how each of us is valued. We are valued by God and valuable as a functioning part of his body. It's a powerful thing when God says that he has placed the parts of his body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. There's no one on the bench. Now, when I played sports, I used to hate sitting on the bench. I wanted to be in the game. Now, in baseball, there are only nine people out on the field, while the other five to 15 are sitting on the bench. In football, there are 11 people out on the field, and like 30 that are sitting on the bench. In basketball, there are only five guys on the court and 10 sitting on the bench. These extra guys are substitutes and second-string players. But in Christ's body, it's not like that at all. Everybody has a position. Everybody has a role. There's no second string. There are as many positions as there are players. God made me just the way he wanted so I can fit perfectly into his body. There's a peace and freedom that comes from embracing my God-given purpose and design. There's no need for me to say, I wish I were a hand or I wish I were an ear. I'm free to walk according to my unique shape because a perfect God made me. I am valued by him. And he created me to have a part in the healthy functioning of his body. Now, I must understand that if I'm an ear, my value is not as a hand. If I'm a knee, my value is not as an eye. By design, I was created to build up and encourage others in the body. And to that end, I have been given a deposit of grace, a spiritual gift, which I am to steward and cultivate and learn to exercise through dependence on the Holy Spirit and in community with the other members of the body. Ephesians 2.10 says, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. These good works are accomplished as we live in alignment with God's workmanship, it says, with his design. It's not an inevitability. How tragic it is when anybody, especially a believer, spends the limited time they have on this earth living independently of God's purposes and therefore never doing the good works that God has prepared for them to do. God is grieved when that happens. Because that which he created with purpose does not fulfill its purpose. The body is then also lacking something, something that it needs to be built up. And of course, we suffer great loss because it's in being fruitful that we experience his presence and our joy is made full. 
In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus tells the parable of the talents. And in that parable, both the man who was given five talents and the man who was given two talents doubled them, producing a greater harvest from the seed they were given. To both of them, the master said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. In John chapter 16, Jesus says to his disciples, Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. It's God's presence that brings a multiplication of fruit and answered prayer that results in our joy being made full, being made complete. We are fearfully and wonderfully made members of Christ's body. And with identity comes function. And with function comes purpose. And with purpose comes accountability as to whether we are fulfilling that purpose according to his perfect design. Today, let's thank God for the grace that we've each been given as a valued member of his body and for the calling that he has already given us to be ministers and those who have a part in building up his body. May our joy be made complete as we experience the power of his presence working through us to build up others among the part of the body where he's placed each one of us. Amen.